Pavel Daily Takes back again. Um, first off, I want to start out by saying I came back from sports practice earlier today, and finally they're healthy. Everybody, for the most part, besides Raquana, because she's obviously um, suspended right now, actually participated in practice. So finally, for the first time, the LA Sparks are healthy. Play Vegas on Thursday. I think all you guys should tune in. Everybody who listens to me, I think you should tune in on Thursday. Um, should be a really, really good game. Um, obviously, Sparks and the Aces are probably two of the more premier teams in the um, league right now. So I think it'll be a very good game to watch. I mean, obviously, Liz, she'll be out there. Asia is hurt. Um, team Asia, if you if you knew about the Aussie, it was Team Deladon and Team Asia. Um, she Asia actually, I think, got a high ankle sprain a couple of days before. So... She wasn't able to play, but still, it should be a really, really good game. Um, regardless, so I, I I hope that all you guys get a chance to tune in. And, um, I, yeah, see, for one, see the Sparks at full capacity. And two, um, sorry about that. It's extremely hot in my house right now. Um, but for one, see the Sparks at full capacity. And two, um, just see a good basketball game. Secondly, what I want to talk about today is uh, I think I tweeted – well, actually, it came from, um, I was actually sitting down checking out Gilbert Arenas' podcast. Um, you know, one of my favorite basketball, pretty, pretty much the only basketball podcast I listen to besides me is when Gilbert talks because I enjoy it and I appreciate his basketball knowledge. Um, they were still talking about the Lakers and, you know, still need a closer. And the whole time I'm listening, I'm like, yo, they have one. His name is Kyle Kuzma. Um, I think Kyle Kuzma needs to be the closer for the Lakers to go where they want to go. Um, I don't think Anthony Davis is a closer. I don't think LeBron's a close. LeBron has never really been, uh, besides, I mean, outside of, like, what, 2017, which is, which again, I think it's his, well, 20, yeah, 2017, which to me, I think it's his best offensive season by far, by far. Um, when has LeBron ever really been the quote-unquote closer? You know, I even think early in the Miami years, it was still, you know, D-Wade. Um, I even think uh, still at certain times, um, in their championship one run, it still was D-Wade, you know. Um, usually, LeBron always needs to be paired with a guard who can pretty much get buckets for it to work. You know, LeBron usually basically runs the de facto point guard, and he kind of shifts, you know, like whoever would be the main ball handler or the point guard, shifts them to basically the two-guard position. And what they have to do about – well, what they have to worry about now is getting buckets. Um, he basically did that with Kyrie, which is why Kyrie wanted to leave because he wanted more um, point guard responsibilities and not just be used as kind of like a mercenary. Uh, also, even if you go back as far as the first Cleveland tenure, Mo Williams. You know, Mo Williams comes over. LeBron pretty much plays de facto point guard, but you have like a, you know, a two guard who his job is to get buckets. Um, and no matter what you want to say, what they won sixty games with that group, uh, they lost to the Magic, but the Magic just pretty much shot them out the gym. And then the Celtics came, and it was like they just didn't have enough talent to beat the Celtics. But I think that Kuzma can be like that Kyrie Irving, that Mo Williams type of guy for this Lakers team. And I think that the Lakers identified that, and I think that that's why they kept him. Like, look, I know back when they was talking about the Anthony Davis saga, I was like, I think, I thought personally um, um, Lonzo would be the one that you shouldn't trade. But I understand why they did it. I'm not mad at it. Also, I don't think Lonzo did himself any favors by continuously getting hurt. Um, for one, the best the best ability is availability, and if you're not even out there to prove yourself, you know we trying to win a championship, bro. If I can't count on you to be healthy, I don't really know what to tell you. Same with Brandon Ingram. Like if I really can't count on you to be healthy, I mean if you even even if you look at it, 
he missed half the season with injuries um, last year. Kyle Kuzma, for the most part, when it's pick up, uh, pull up how many games he's played. Uh, Kyle Kuzma has played played 77 games last year, 70 games this year. And I think he probably actually could have played more than 70 games this year, but it's like, why at a certain point in time? Um, because we aren't going anywhere. We want to lose basketball games. He's giving you 16 points and 18 points. Um, I think that, in theory, Kyle Kuzma is the best scorer on the team, or at least that's why you kept him around for. I mean, it's not for his defense. It's not for his playmaking. Uh, if you gonna keep Kyle Kuzma on this team, it's to get buckets. Like, what other reason it, the, the, did did you have to keep Kyle Kuzma around if you didn't think he could be the guy that could close games for you, or be that guy you could throw the ball to sometimes and walk away from him and see what he does with it and depend on him to get you a bucket? Um, I think people get caught up sometimes and think that the best player or the superstar always needs to be the closer, and I disagree. No matter what you want to say about the Warriors. Kevin Durant was always the closer. I think Kevin Durant was the best player. Some people tell you Steph Curry that you know it was his team. He made the you know the team grow. But I think when it was crunch time and you needed a bucket, the person you threw the ball to was Kevin Durant. If not Kevin Durant, low key Clay Thompson a lot of times. Like yeah, Steph might hit that three that might put you over the edge. But if you even go back and even look at all, I think even like the Rocket series. Um, yeah, Steph had that crazy play when he shot that ball over PJ Tucker. But if I'm not mistaken, a couple plays before Clay Thompson hit a three as well. Or was that the three to really ice the game? No, I think he hit. I think Steph hit the three to like tie it up or something like that, and Clay hit the three to put him ahead or ice the game, whatever it was. Um, I mean, even if you look at it in the finals, like when you needed a bucket, Clay Thompson was the one you went to. So the superstar doesn't always have to be, you know, the go-to guy or like the closer. Actually, a lot of on on, on most teams, honestly, if you look at you know uh, the best teams in the league, the superstar or the best player isn't always the go-to guy a lot of the times. Even I, I even think on the, the uh, Clippers, what you'll see is Kawhi will be the best player. But I think if you're talking about, you know, throw the ball to somebody and walk away from them and just see what they do with it, I think you get a ball to Paul George before you get a ball to Kawhi Leonard in that in that um circumstance. Um, the Bucks, right? Middleton is supposed to be that guy. It's not Giannis. Giannis can't really create his own shot, like, in, in the half court. He can't – you can't really throw the ball to Giannis and be like, all right, I'm going to just see what you do with it, bro. In theory, you think the person you can do that with is Middleton. Now, whether, you know, it works out like that every time, whatever. But that's what he got paid that $170 million for. Even in Philly, I think that go-to guy is more so going to be uh, Tobias. He's going to be the guy you throw the ball to him. Like, you know what? I need you to give me a couple buckets. Or, like, we really need a bucket right here. You go get that. Um, so, I think that's what Kuzma needs to be for the Lakers. I don't think AD is a scorer like that. Like, yeah, he can get buckets. But I don't think that. You know, like, if, if if you know, I need a bucket, I'm going to just throw the ball to AD and walk away from him. I think AD is, you know, quite possibly maybe might be the best player in the league, but that doesn't mean he's the best scorer in the league. I think that, again, in theory, you would think Kyle Kuzma would be the best player, well, not the best player, but the best scorer on the team. And he would be kind of like that. Like, if I take it back to what the Cavs were, right? Obviously, I think Kevin Love is much, well, is, is nowhere near the player that Anthony Davis is. Um, but I think that if you look at it, you think that uh, Anthony Davis plays that Kevin Love role times two because he's better. I mean, no matter what you want to say about Kevin Love, when he was in Cleveland, he gave you a double-double every year. Like, he was giving you, especially when he was on the court, he probably would have gave you more points if he could have stayed on the court more. Um, so I think he'll play a lot of that role. And I think that 
Kyle Kuzma play that Kyrie type role. I mean, you even see him working out with Melo, which is great. I mean, like all anything Melo could teach him about being who Carmelo Anthony was will be beautiful for Kyle Kuzma this season. He's gonna be the guy in those isolation systems, uh, well, um, situations. And personally, I like his scoring package. I mean, what he's like six nine. You know, he has a good sweeping hook. He can shoot the ball. He can hit you with a step back. He can go to the post. Like you can't really predict what he's gonna do offensively. I don't think. Um, I love Braun. I think Braun's second best player ever, but Braun is predictable on offense. Like, I know what move LeBron going to do before LeBron do it on offense. We all know what move LeBron going to do before LeBron do it on offense, but that don't mean you can stop it. But that being said, I never thought LeBron was a quote-unquote great scorer until his last year in Cleveland. I think that was his best year scoring the basketball by far. I know, again, I know what the percentages may say in Miami, but LeBron wasn't getting it done um, from all levels of the court with the moves that he was uh, displaying and showing off um, that last year in Cleveland. I still think that game against Toronto in which he was uh, shooting all the damn fadeaways, that game, even the game one against Golden State, I think those are both two of his best scoring exhibitions that I've ever seen LeBron James have. So I don't think LeBron James is 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 is, is the closer um on most teams, and I don't think he should be the closer on the Lakers for them to go where they need to go. I don't think it should be Anthony Davis' season. I think Anthony Davis should go out here and win Defensive Player of the Year. He very he he very well may win MVP as well, but I think that AD needs to be that defensive anchor and that guy that protects the paint. Um, and it's just like a presence, and and like you can, he's the guy where it's like you know what, kind of like how Dwight Howard was. I mean, obviously he's not Dwight Howard, but. Just from the standpoint of you can funnel you can funnel people to him and he'll just clean it up because he's just that good defensively. Um, I think he has that type of talent. Um, and I mean, the last when the last time Anthony Davis played an actual full basketball season, he was top three in defensive player of the year vote. I think he was top three in um, MVP as well. So you know he has the talent to do um, such a thing as um, what I'm saying. But I think that Kuzma, man, Kuzma's gonna be the most important one. Like I said. You didn't bring Kuzma in for his defense. You didn't bring him in for his playmaking. You didn't bring him in for anything. The reason why I thought that Kuzma was the most tradable one at first was because I said, if he doesn't give you 20 points, how did he help you win? Well, you know what? You on a team right now with that 20 points, that's what we need. We need you to go out there and give us that 20 points to help us win a basketball game. I think that's what they need right now. Like They need that guy who can just randomly go for 30 whenever we need it. And you see Kuzma can do that. And, I mean... You know, I got a couple of tweets that say, oh, he's not the best shot creator. I, first of all, again, I think that's false. And also, you got to remember, he's still what? How old is Kyle Kuzma right now? Kyle Kuzma is 24 years old, only played two years in the um, league. I still think that Kuzma has at least, what, he's 24 right now. You think if you keep developing, um, I don't think you hit your prime until about 27. He has at least about three more years of development before, you know, I think that, it, he's he 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 might he might start to cap off a little bit. Really, I think your basketball prime is from about like twenty seven to thirty one. I think after that it's like downhill. Um, but usually for most players, about twenty seven thirty one or twenty eight to thirty one. Reason being, barring injury. Reason being is because I think that that's the point where you still have some of your athleticism, but your mind has caught up to your body. So I think that that that's like that age range is like the point where it's um um most balanced. I think that once you 
hit over 31, I think your mind takes over for your body and you think the game more than you play the game and your basketball IQ takes over. And I think that before you're 27, I mean, you're still, you know, young and athletic. You can run and jump everywhere. You, you maybe don't need to use your mind as much. So I think he still has a couple years left before both of them meet. And look, man, like, I I, I think Kuz has a real chance to be an all-star. Um, I think that also um, with him knowing that he's just going to be here now. Like, he's there's nothing to worry about. You're going to be here. You're that guy for us. Um, when it comes time to pay up, He's gonna get his money. What he gets, I think, what he'll be up for contract in two years. What Bron has, uh, three, three years left on his deal, and everybody else they sign has a two-year deal. So I think that they're making room to give Kuzma that contract, and I think that all that Kuzma knows, all he needs to do is go out there and just play basketball, and let everything else take care of himself. And I think he'll do that. And also, Kuzma is Kuzma has the demeanor where he's not scared which is the number one thing you have to look for in a closer is somebody who's not scared to fail. And I don't think Kuzma was scared to fail. Like, everything that I've seen, um, you know, uh, of Kuz up to this point says he just doesn't give a fuck. Like, he has a lot of um, J.R. Smith in him. Not to say that he's J.R. Smith, but I'm just talking about the unlitigated gall in which he shoots some shots with. Like, he takes some horrible shots sometimes, but he takes them because he has the most the utmost confidence that he's going to make them shits. Um, and that's what you need. And, 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 and I think that he has to be the closer because if he's not the closer and like, if he's, you know, not the bucket getter for this team, then what is his point of being on the court? Again, it's not to play defense. He's not fucking Trevor Reza defensively. He can be a solid defender, but he's not Trevor Reza or Ron Artest defensively. He's not going to play make like a Rondo. You know, he's not going to go out there and get you the hustle stuff like PJ Tucker. No, what he's going to do is get buckets. And he's going to get you, I mean, what, he he's not a huge rebounder. What, he averaged six and then five. He's not a huge rebounder. So what he's out here to do is get buckets. So if he's not going to go out here and get buckets, then there's really no point in him being on the court. And I think that he knows that. And I think that he's comfortable um, in his role. And I think that that's what his role will be. In theory, he should be the closer. In theory, he should be like the Kyrie Irving for the Lakers. Um, or like what Kyrie was for the Cavs when Braun was there for the Lakers. Um, for them to reach the level of success that they want to reach, which is a championship. Um, but that's my column for the day. Uh, I just wanted to just get that out, talk about that. And, um, yeah, Pavard Daily Takes, appreciate the support. Um, and Pavard's Volume 2 is out right now. Make sure y'all go check that out. And, um, yeah, talk to you guys later.